Oh, hi, everyone. It's a pleasure seeing you here. <laughs> Come here often? Three, three, seven. I came here 336 <laughs> other times, Sarah. Where have you been? Oh, right sitting next to you. How are you? Oh, I'm doing real well. Endless summer happening right now. Yes. I don't know what that means. I, I love like it. It feels like that. Now it's like summer time. Yeah, heating up over here. Mm-hmm. Loving it. So happy. Busted out all my summer wardrobe. So many rompers. <laughs> rompers. So, rom- rompers, jumpers. Really? Pretty much any wardrobe that requires me to get fully naked yeah, when I go to the bathroom. To Adorable, but I make sure that door is locked. That is a real problem. I've noticed a lot of the rompers too have that like, so like they'll have a side cut out. Yeah. It's just, I don't even know how you get it on. That's a good question. You know? I went and tried on some clothes today and I went to go, it was like one of those cutout things and just in the dressing room, I couldn't even zip it up by myself. Yeah. I was like, well, I can't buy this. No. God forbid I'm home alone. Yeah. That's not practical. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. But cute. Adorbs. <laughs> that's all that really matters. Yeah. yeah. How about, I've been dying to tell you because, um. The other day, I was working on a weekend, and Adam and Link were on their own, which mm-hmm. you know how that is. Mm-hmm. Two boys without a civilizing force, <laughs> female, to say, what the fuck are It'll you doing? It'll be Lord of the Flies in a week. <laughs> yeah. Got it. So they go out, and they go to Target, and they Lincoln really wanted some of those. You know that thing that you can do where you fill up all the balloons at once? Yeah. Water Totally balloons. seen those. Yep. Smart. And uh, he really wanted one of those. And for some reason, Adam... And Lincoln, don't think you should read packaging. So they just look at the picture and like, this looks cool. Uh And they bring it home Uh and they show it to me. And I'm like, why the hell would you buy rotten egg scented water balloons? Are you kidding me? I'm going to make you smell it. Why is this even a thing? Exactly. Who thought? Who is this? This is horrible. It's like fucking Stan's Bornak from Golden Girls novelty. Like, <laughs> yes, it totally it's like is. that. Uh huh. And so I thought, how bad could it be? Like, and then Lincoln had me convinced it's like a separate packet. So they're just regular water balloons. Uh-huh. And then there's like yeah, a right. packet where you can like put oh, it. Oh, add the. Okay. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's not too bad. Then we don't have to use the packet. But mm-hmm. then as soon as I opened mm. it, I still cannot get the stop, scent out stop. of my nose. I want to know what the meaning for this product looked like. <laughs> right. Like what the Shark Tank pitch is. Yeah. Like, hi, sharks. Hey, yeah, hi, sharks. So you know those <laughs> water balloons? What if I told you there's a way to make them more annoying for parents <laughs> than just having to clean up the little plastic parts all over the yard? Right. Right. How can we make this worse? Worse. I've got it. Mm-hmm. Let's make the victim mm-hmm. smell like rotten egg. Holy crud. Right? I mean, that just has bad idea written all over it. And I, I really thought they were exaggerating and they weren't. It, it was worse than I thought. Are you sure you didn't go to a military supply store that this was Target? <laughs> Not something that That seems like a weapon. I bet 100% of the consumers who purchased this also did not read the packaging. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it wasn't like it, it looked like an egg on I'm, there. I would love to find the uh, item and look at some of the Amazon reviews or like, because that's got to exist. <laughs> Good point. Right? right? Zero stars. People are just furious. Or five stars. I know. <laughs> or they're like, exactly what I needed. Prank War 2019. I'm the winner. Yeah, you're the winner, but you will lose all your friends. Correct. So really, even when it you win, so you lose. It was so foul. That you, seems awful. And then I started thinking about, isn't it a weird thing? thing how if i asked you to think about the smell of cinnamon Mm -hmm. you can imagine a smell yeah and that's how it feels with this stupid balloon that it's like stuck in my nose this smell and i can still smell it even though it's days later what's with that how does the brain do that but smell is like our strongest memory isn't that a weird idea though well it's got to be that smell is so linked to a biological response. Yes. Yeah. Whether it's like, that's dangerous. That's unsafe. That's, you know, okay. going to hurt me. Like, uh-huh. So it locks in your brain so that you don't make that mistake again and potentially kill right. yourself. Yeah. Because like, we're looking at it as like, oh, a rotten egg scented balloon that's like totally a modern thing. Yeah. But if you just took the smell of rotten eggs, which is what that is, and you went back 500 years... There would be something, if you smelt that, where your body biologically would be like, don't eat that fucking thing. That'll kill you. That's rotten. Yeah. And so it it locks in there 
so that you don't even have to think about it next time. It's just like, nope, that'll kill me. Can't move it yeah, on. Yeah, you're right. So Right. Well, thanks to the savvy marketers of right. yeah. rotten egg balloons. Yeah. Now I you know. You know, that's interesting. There's really no other uh, sense that we can think, like, is really going to give you information. Like, touch, sort of, but you can touch mm. something and, you know, it doesn't really... Yeah, right. Sight, sound, like no sound. It's not like, oh, yeah, if I hear that the real sound. Humdinger. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. And it actually reminds me that I read an article about a Parisian perfumer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the right word. Mm-hmm. Who created a perfume to smell like semen. Sex is what they claimed, but one of the components was semen. I'm not and into I'm here the to tell smell you- of Badusi. <laughs> What's that word? Butt, dick, and you can guess the last one. Oh, I thought... Oh, my God. Is that a Sarah original? I don't think so. Oh, my God. Right. I'd, I think they claim that it's blood, sweat, oh, semen. Oh, for Christ's sake. To me, I mean, I couldn't think, besides the rotten egg balloons of a scent, I would not want more than right. semen. Right. Nothing and like walking it- into the room smelling like you just did it (laughs) did the nasty yeah well isn't that a strange thing too though that evolutionarily speaking semen would not have a better scent Mm. it just seems like we would want that to smell good you got anything on that sarah's got a theory i'm trying to think if like (laughs) it's hard for me to think of what it smells like clorox bleach is what it smells like sarah Oh, Landon. (laughs) (laughs) This is for a study. Yes, for science. (laughs) I need to. You forgot. That's great. I'm happy for you on that one. Yeah. Lucky you. That's weird. Mm Mm-hmm. You think they have the same... But, like, you know, I've been with women, and I don't... It's not this... It's... I kind of like the smell down there. Of women? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, what's the deal with that? That's what I'm saying. uh, Okay. Maybe evolution is saying, you know what? We don't actually need men. And I concur. Yeah, it's like that snake from a few weeks ago <laughs> at her own. She was like, "Frick, frickin' a, no men around. Fine, I'll just <laughs> the, the clone myself." Conception, yeah, snake version. Yeah, I'll tell you what does smell good. What my breath because I have very clean teeth. Uh huh. I know you do. Me too. <laughs> Thanks to our Quip toothbrushes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people are going on vacation this time of year, traveling, and Quip is a great electric toothbrush that you can still travel with. Mm-hmm. Usually they kind of are too big yeah. and they don't even fit in no. the, I didn't even think about they that. They probably yeah. friggin' set off bomb detectors. Those oh, other right. ones. Start so don't do that. <laughs> right. Um, but quip is so sleek and it compact and will go great into your carry on. Normally we keep it on our mirror. And then when you travel, you can just pop the little mount off your mirror and use it as a cap Super convenient. I wish I would have had that when I was in Detroit overnight stranded. Oh, right. I did not. I had to use those crappy like uh, airline. And then like the ones. bristles fall out <laughs> yeah. as you're brushing. Oh, that's like the worst. Right. Yes. Yeah, so you guys need an update on your um, toothbrush. Quip is the way to go. And they send you a new head every three months so you can just replace it and it's not gross anymore. Um that's why we love Quip and uh, why taking it to wherever you're going this summer is the right thing to do. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash brain candy right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That is your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash brain candy. You know, before we end this subject, what I love yes. about them? Yeah. That's the appropriate amount of time. Like I'm always in need. And Me I'm always too. out of the toothpaste. It's not like sometimes I've gotten things where I'm like, whoa, I got to slow down the orders. Yes. Like I'm not using it. No, they know. And they're like, we're not going to we give this. you it every month because you don't need that. I was in Pittsburgh and it I was like that. my uh, toothbrush was starting to look like, you know how it gets like yep, where you yep, know yep, it's yep. time. And then when I got back, there was one waiting for I me. I love that. I was like, wow, yep. they're good. Oh, right. Yeah. It's a good uh, algorithm. I just ran out of my travel one. Shows up. New travel one. See? How do they know? You're welcome, everyone. Yeah. And you can get that uh, magnificent secretions perfume, and then you'll stop. Be- <laughs> That's what it's called yeah. in French. Blech. In French, though, like oh. magnifique, whatever. Right? It's like what we said, where if you just name something, the color in yes. French, you're like, yeah, that sounds great. That's elegant. Ooh, cafe au lait. Yes, I will take that taupe paint. <laughs> We're on to you, people. Mm-hmm. 
There was a study recently that showed, and this may not surprise you, it did not surprise me. Okay. That unmarried, childless women are the happiest subgroup (laughs) in America. (laughs) I didn't think you were going to tell me that. Well, isn't that the best news? Happiest. Yeah, probably because they're getting the dick (laughs) from all wherevs. That's really funny. I don't think that's why. It's probably not. I think it's because the thing has always been women get less happy or what's the word? I don't know, sadder. Happiness decreases. Yes, whenever they get married, whereas men, it goes up. They become happier. And I know why. Because Uh we do a lot of stuff for them. Yeah. And their life is better. And our life gets worse because now we got to take care of more people Mm -hmm. instead of just ourselves. So I think that's why. Mm. And I hate everything about that. Yeah, that that is sad for us. (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) if you're you know, childless and single. And you know how you have all those people that are like, maybe you'll find a right. man someday. They're idiots. Yeah, they are. It's like a misery loves company yes, totally. thing. And really you should just like enjoy your fucking great life. Yeah. Right. I mean, really that just says that putting effort or putting the focus on your own needs makes you the happiest. Yeah. And I think if you can, you know, and I've even thought they say, like husbands and wives should love each other more than they love the kids. Like putting the focus on yourself and and then if you look at that, okay, well what how do people two people love each other more than that? Well, they first have to love themselves more than they even love their own partner. So you can like go back, you know, with each relationship. Mm-hmm. Like do you know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Good. Okay. Yeah. And I so remember back it. in the days before internet even, there was a lady who wrote a book saying just what you're saying, that she yes. places her marriage as the primary relationship and the kids secondary. Um, and the backlash. Was she on Oprah? Yes. This is, I, that's where yeah. I got this information first too. Yeah. And as soon as, when I heard that young, I was like, I know that that's true. Yeah. Even as a child, I think I saw that and was like, yeah, that seems right. The vitriol, though, that people, ha- I can't especially it. other women, have towards somebody who would yeah. say, I actually am choosing to put my husband first, not yeah. my kids. Right. People get so mad. Right. And I don't get why they can't just say, like, good for you. I'm not doing it that way. Right. Why do people want to I don't know. make you live like they live? I, oh, I have no Tell idea. Tell me, Sarah. I, do, I wish I knew. <laughs> right. You know? It's an odd thing. And maybe there's something that give they just need to, you know, like it's too painful to accept the fact that, like, what does this mean if I do love them more? No, no, I can't accept that. Like, mm-hmm. then it means, like, maybe whatever. So who knows? I just but, think like, it's insane. Because your kids do, ideally, your kids do grow up and leave. Yes. And then you're stuck with Absolutely. your Absolutely. It's partner. such an important thing to... Right. Well, I mean, this is what exactly what they said in our life cycles and aging class of like what parents need to do, what husbands and like have independent, you know, independent, not lives, but things that they're interested in, things that they're because if all of your attention is on the children and then the kids leave and then you're like, who am I? It's mm-hmm. all identity stuff. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a strong identity in each category as a wife, as a mother, as a individual without everything. But when you put all of that onto one thing, mm-hmm. whether it's like role as a wife or role, it's, it, it makes it too easy for, uh, uh, I don't know, like, hmm, I don't want to say like deficits, but like stressors in one category will totally bring you down, like will sink the ship. Like if you put, if all of your, your, value is in being a mom Mm -hmm. and you have a child who's having trouble in school or disciplinary stuff, then you're crushed too. You're like, oh my God, I'm a worthless person. I can't even da 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 da. Yeah. But if you can kind of separate out the problem of like, okay, well, I'm good. I'm a good mom. I'm a good wife. I'm a good whatever. And also there's stuff going on with my kid. Mm -hmm. It you can better approach the problem. You can better find a solution. You don't personalize it. Mm-hmm. And think that's kind of like yeah. When important. you place all your value, though, yes. you like put all your eggs in that yeah. basket. Then you're right. When something goes wrong yes. there, which it will. Yep, definitely. Then you just question your entire role in this world. Correct. That's a terrible feeling. Totally horrible. Mm-hmm. 
But it's easier said than done. Totally. Especially when the whole of society would like to tell you Mm -hmm. that your children and your family unit is the value that you can provide. Mm -hmm. Like that that Mm -hmm. whole, like you by yourself is kind of worthless. Right. That's reinforced a lot through. Totally. Pretty much every message that we ever see. Yeah. And so it's hard not to buy into stuff when it's just constantly. A lot of, I should be like this. I should be doing this. I should be. But just remember, if you are single, you're you're good. You're good. You're happy. According to science, you're probably happier than the rest of us dumb fucks. Yeah. Sorry, Linda. (laughs) Sorry, Linda. And she, I I don't know. She's she's married. Is Linda? She's a divorcee, I think. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, like, what else? What do you What do you think her hobbies are? Ooh, her hobbies would be uh, asking for the manager. (laughs) (laughs) This tea is rancid. Right, I can see her Uh saying that. Soup is cold. Yeah. Yeah. No, they always say it's. Ice cold. Ice cold. As a server, right. nothing was ever just like, this is not warm enough or whatever. It was always, this is ice cold. That I is bet it's so not. funny. It's not. You piece of crap. Like, let's put a piece of ice in there, see what happens. Does it stay frozen? If so, if it's ice cold. I do find those things that people, like I was seeing this tweet the other day about how they did a montage of all the times white old men say that a different white old man doesn't have a quote, racist bone in their body oh my like, god that's the phrase that yeah. people say uh-huh. and it kind of puts distance between what you're saying and probably the truth yeah. which is that you're saying maybe that they're not racist but why don't you just say that mm-hmm. why are you say- well, that's not a thing there mm-hmm. is no racist bone right. <laughs> so it right. almost makes it like more abstract yeah. i think yeah and i feel like it's like that with weird phrases when people order food or just like when you're going through a ritual yep they tend to gravitate I'm towards like, the. No, what, it is an no, ice cold, not. and you'll get your point across just as well if you're like, you know. Maybe people feel like they need to be yeah, hyperbolic. I think maybe. Like this is the worst meal I've ever had. Right? Yeah. Read some Yelp reviews. That's what it seems. I'm like, yeah. I this love makes that place. it sound like I was a terrible server, and I was not. No, you. I. I know that you were a good <laughs> server. Come Thanks, on, Sarah. I just know it. I know you were because of how you treat servers. Oh, thank you. You are. Always really, really, really wonderful to anybody who works in a restaurant, from the busboy to the bartender. To was everybody. it you saying how like half of the people I follow on Instagram are like my servers at restaurants? No, that's so funny. <laughs> I love that because you know I like them. I go. In, I'm a regular. Mm-hmm. I go to the same mm-hmm. places all the time, and then I get to know the staff, and they're usually really funny, yep. and nice. And I like. It occurred to me as I was going through Instagram, I'm like, all these people are like <laughs> bartenders, servers, cooks. Yeah. They're all nice. They're good people to know. I went out yeah, with a friend great. the other night and uh, and one of her friends who works at, at as a bartender and we went to a place, that, like place he works, but he was off, um, you know, just hanging out and drinking. I mean, we barely pay for anything. Right. I was That's like, this is, these are good friends to know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll just tip them. Well, here you go. Double, triple, right. whatever the... Right. I love that. Yeah. What if you went and went out with a friend or went on a date and the guy or the person was a terrible tipper? Wouldn't that be a deal breaker for you? Yeah. Like what kind of, like how terrible, what are we talking terrible? We talking like, I mean, lower than 15%. Yeah. Oh, it wouldn't, I couldn't, I don't even know. Do you think the people that do that just are really bad at math? Sometimes because I did that once there, I uh, like, I had heard. You know, I would have said in the back in the day I was a bad tipper mm. because I never worked in the restaurant. But you know what I'm really good at? Folding up all my clothes and putting them on hangers after I leave a dressing room because the, I worked <laughs> in clothing yeah. and, and I retail and I hated that, like yeah. to leave the big pile. So I'm very conscientious with that. But you got to be a good tipper. So yeah. I had, somebody had told me, oh, you just double tax and that's mm-hmm. about, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, I went somewhere where tax was like super low and then I doubled it. And somebody yeah. was like, what? Well, you I can't never thought about that. And I was like, oh, crap. And I, so now I just do 20% no matter what. Yeah, please. Across the board. For Pete's sake. And just get, because what's, a, come on, what's an extra $4? For real, whatever. that's come what on. I think. And it makes them so happy. Mm-hmm. Like when you give someone a big yeah. tip, they really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we got that cleared up. Me too. We're tipping appropriately over yeah. here. Yeah. I got a tip for you though. Tell me. 
You want nice skin, use BioClarity. Oh, I already know this tip. Yeah, Tell you do. Else. You do, but other people might not. God, I'm loving their new stuff. I know. That Did you spray? get the, Yes. Woo! Yes, I got and that, that too. Exa- I was like, this is what they need. Yeah. And I just keep it in my bag and use it all day long. Yeah, it's and it's so great refreshing. for, um, they have a spray and it's, you can use it on like setting your makeup. Yeah. But it also gives you like moisture and stuff oh, like that. On the airplane? Mm. Yeah, that's a must-have. Smells good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell the people. BioClarity is a clean and green skincare brand that have products that just work. I've been using it for years. I use the clear skin routine because I have um, breakout prone skin and I want to get rid of breakouts and clear and calm the skin. And that's what BioClarity does. There's Floralux in it. So it's made from chlorophyll from plants. But here's the thing. In addition to it being, you know, natural and vegan and cruelty-free and all that, which is great, it's also affordable. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of their competitors are just insanely priced. This has a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee as well. Get healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. And right now for our listeners, you'll save 40% on skincare routines plus an additional 15% off everything on the website. It's an incredible deal, but you need to enter our code BRAINCANDY at checkout. Go to bioclarity.com and get 40% off skincare routines plus an additional 15% off everything on their website when you use code BRAINCANDY at checkout. You want to, uh, this is a story that I totally, I forgot about that's from my camping trip that I have to tell. All right. So this made me so mad and I can't believe I waited so long to tell you because this should have been like the very (laughs) first story because it's so podcast appropriate. Okay. So I, we were having a a day where I was like going to go off and do my own thing and like, well, really what happened is we were on a bike ride, me and Landon were on a bike ride. We had rented bikes. We have like an hour, two hours with the bikes and we're like on this big loop and we pass the, um, you know, like Yosemite gift shop. I'm like, Ooh, I want to go in there. And Landon's like, Oh, well we'll go, maybe we'll get it on, catch it on the way back. We're, you know, we want to like, let's just keep going. Let's not waste our two hours on the bikes. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Go on the bike. And uh, it ends up being a big loop where we don't ever pass the gift shop again on our way back. So I'm like, oh, gosh, okay, well, I, don't, I guess I don't get to go. So we drop off the bikes, and I'm like, oh, Landon, I really still want to go to the gift shop. He's like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to go back to the campsite. Okay, sure. So here I am feeling like kind of like oh, bummed that like I didn't get my way. I really want to go gift shop. And, you know, and I like having somebody else come with me because like I'm a real – I never spend money, and I like can't buy things that I feel like are – you know, I don't need, and I yeah. need somebody to be behind me to be like, get, just, just get, get the Yosemite yeah. sweatshirt. You know, yeah. you want it, you know, Yosemite or I like won't. Sweatshirt. And that's what, like what I've wanted like for years and like haven't bought it. I finally did, <laughs> but that's not the story. So I, he goes back to the campsite and there's a bus. There's like a, a, a really convenient like a Yosemite shuttle, shuttle that mm-hmm. like tra- travels all around. No problem. So I go to the shuttle. I'm like, okay, I'll take the bus. Stop off. Stop there. I'm the only one on the bus stop. And then next, right up next to me comes this guy with, who's like about my age with a suitcase, you know, rolling into town. He's like headed to, you know, whatever. And he just starts hitting on me. Like, I mean, he was cute. He's like a French, he was French. What do you mean hitting on you? Like, I mean, hitting on me. Like, (laughs) first of all, I'm giving off every vibe that I don't want to talk to anybody right now. Yeah. You know? Yes. I'm like mad at my husband for not taking me to the gift shop. I'm like, yeah, now it's a whole, now it's a whole thing. And so he comes up to me and he's like, Oh, so where are you headed? And I'm like, I'm just waiting for the bus. Well, so do you know how I get to here? No, but there's a map right there. Well, Oh, okay. It just looks like it's just you and me. Like, Listen oh, to your accent. For, it's so uh, it's not even meant to be an accent. I'm just doing like a <laughs> uh, kind of voice. And, it, you know, it's just like what he's, he's like saying all these things like, oh, just you and me here. I guess what Did will happen like is the slimy? bus. feel like Totally slimy. Okay. The bus will come in and what do you say? You and me just oh, run no. off and we, I'll take the bus driver. You control the crowd and we'll, we'll take the bus and we'll just like, it'll be you and me. And what do you say? And blah, blah, blah. I fucking turned around and walked away from the goddamn bus stop because no, I felt so. I'm like, oh. the bus isn't coming for another 15 minutes, and I got to deal with this shit. I don't like. No, it just felt like there's never a situation. And then I went. I just walked back to the campsite. I was like, this isn't even worth it. I mean, I went to the other gift shop, but that wasn't as good. But and got my sweatshirt. But it was just like. 
I was pissed because I'm like, if I were a dude, I would never have to deal with this. Yeah. Like this, this guy just, and I, I mean, I, I tried not to let him ruin my afternoon, but I had to change my plans and I couldn't go do what I wanted to do because some guy made me feel uncomfortable and didn't get the hint no matter what I did really, when I tried no to move what. over, when I tried to like turn my head away and not talk to him and it just got, he got closer and I just felt really uncomfortable to the point where I have to leave because I don't know how to stop oh this God. and I was so mad. Like I teared up a little bit on my walk home because I'm like, how come I don't get to do what I want to do? Yeah. I want to do this. And somebody else doesn't want, I want to get on the bus and I got to deal with this guy who's like making it uncomfortable for me. This isn't fair. There's no situation where a woman would be hitting on a man enough to make him feel so uncomfortable that he would have to leave and walk away from a bus stop. No. That, I couldn't imagine a world where that would happen. Yeah. And I was just pissed. Well, and even if you followed our sort of stop being polite mm-hmm. idea, mm-hmm. You ha- you'd have to be very scared about how that could end. Right. In that situation where there's no one else around, you can't do that. And then what? I'm going to sit after I tell him, yeah, stop being rude, and then I'm going to sit there for 10 more minutes and wait by the bus stop while he... Forget it. No, that sucks. It did suck. Thank you what for hearing me. What did he say me. when you walked off? He didn't say anything. Oh, I said... I think I said I said something like... I made an excuse. I yeah. was like... Oh, I got to yeah, get back yes. to whatever. Yeah. That's no. Well, oh, this is the wrong bus stop for me. I'm gonna go. Whatever. And the fact that I had to like say that, and then I was like, oh, I just hate all of that. I had yeah. to do that. And that's really strange that he would have been so aggressive. I mean, I looked real cute in my camping clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you had it coming. No, I mean that I get. He is only human. Well, what was she wearing? What camping clothes was she wearing? <laughs> That's a joke, obviously. I can't blame a guy for trying. Right. It's the persistence yes. that feels like, what was the end game there? Because he had to see that it was not effective. Right. And so do you think he kind of enjoyed that he was making maybe. you uncomfortable? Maybe. I didn't even... Or maybe it's just... I just... I was like... Mm, that sucks. Are you aware of what's going on in the this climate we're in right now? And What if you... Do you think if bringing up your husband would have made a difference? I think I did. No. I think I showed him my ring. For real. Wow. I told, And then I like, yeah, I totally did. I know I did. Because even in France, I think that's pretty much the universal. Yeah, they're, in, they're into that. They're like, they're like what if? It's I just suppose. Sex. But if you're going to bring up, like, yeah, hey, it look it. was really uncomfortable. I'm so sorry. Thanks, I'm sure glad you got the sweatshirt in the end. Yeah, me too. It's really cute. But you're right. You shouldn't have to put up with that, and it's a damn shame. Yeah. And I was just like, I got to share that because I can't believe I forgot to tell that story. Mm. And that just thinking about how we when he would deal say with that, each but they thing, don't. What was your response? What were your I reactions? mean, I was definitely cold. Like, I wasn't like, oh, uh, like, no. I was like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. Sound that. Yep. Oh, well, I don't know. Okay. The worst thing is he didn't even probably get that yeah. he was the problem there. Right. Like, he's going to keep doing it to yeah. other people. But there's absolutely nothing you could have done. Yeah. Because you don't want to risk right. harm or aggression from him. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that you could predict his behavior. Right. And who takes a wheelie suitcase to Yosemite? <laughs> that was, like, the other thing I was yeah. thinking about. Secondly. I'm like, most important. This is inappropriate what? luggage Wait. for the climate for the for the area wait what where do you think he was going no like to i don't know i guess it's a good question do you think he was coming from a campsite i think he had just arrived and he was going to maybe his campsite or going to the yeah. lodge or whatever that does seem like an odd luggage yeah. choice like mm, where's your backpack What's this? maybe that makes him suspicious, yeah, suspicious maybe it's kind of like the smell thing where you're mm-hmm. Spidey senses were like, uh-huh. this well, is no, odd. No, no, what's this? That's not the right bag for here. But that's the other thing. That you, the fact that you even have to assess yes. all this stuff. Yep, that's what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. an extra layer of like, mm-hmm. ugh, no wonder we're like stressed out and have anxiety and all this stuff. Because it's like there's this extra BS. Yeah, constantly. Right. Oh, I'm sorry that happened. Phew. Thanks. I feel better just sharing it. 
And speaking of patriarchy, though, yeah, um, I saw an article that you know how we talk about the the, the patriarchy of the thermostat, yeah, at, like offices that's uh-huh. always too Freezing. cold. Yeah, um, they did a study and showed that men have co- higher cognitive ability in cold rooms, and women have higher cognitive ability in warm rooms. So. How- not okay. only is it annoying to be cold and stuck in these rooms, but it also is Effects. affecting your performance. Yes. So let's ex- let's explore that. That's the thing I haven't thought. Like, what could that possibly be about? I Just mean, metabolism? Or oh, that's an interesting theory or hypothesis. Yeah. I was thinking maybe your hunters and like. Oh, you like got being you went, outside uh-huh, uh-huh, and uh-huh. having to be acclimated to a climate outside versus uh, the you know biologically speaking, like traditionally, and we're going caveman years here. Woman would yeah. be inside in a cave in wherever. Okay, working the. Fi- it seems like, like that would be reversed then. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't know. I think of a cave as being cold, but you're oh, saying it's cozier, yeah, like okay. compared to outside exposed to the snow. outside elements, or like whatever shelter has been set up by mm-hmm. our primitive ancestors. Maybe yeah. got women more because I think back to how men can see deeper shades of blue and women can see deeper shades of red because yeah. they're working with the berries and the hunting or gathering, and the and men outside. are outside need to look at the navigate with the sky and with the ocean so they can see more. You know, like nuanced shades of blue. Yeah, right. So I don't know. It always comes back down to like, what are their jobs way back when? Right, um, right. And you might be right. That could be the genesis of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, whatever it is, it's annoying that yeah. then they're the ones who decide the thermostat, and then yeah. it makes you perform right. at a lower um, level. Yeah, man, who knew that? I'm going to turn up the heat next time I got something to prep or study for. <laughs> right? Crank or at up. least bundle if you're going to be taking a test. Yeah. Like wear tons of layers or something. Smart. Well, however you like it, cold or hot, you will love Open Fit because you're going to be burning calories and getting fit and just feeling stronger. Mm-hmm. People ask us, Susie, Sarah, how do you stay so fit? They do ask us that. And the answer is... Mm-hmm. Open Fit. Yes, it is. It's basically the Netflix of workout videos. They have Extend Bar, so you can do a bar workout without paying tons for the um, membership Mm -hmm. and all the equipment and all that stuff. They have a new workout called Rough Around the Edges. It's six (laughs) of the most badass stunt women in the (gasps) business. So I'm, I want, yep, yep, that's what I'm doing. Okay. (laughs) Damn, that's cool. It's so cool. They also have, you know, yoga and stuff that's that's not crazy workouts too. So you don't have to always do it like that. And that's a nice thing. You can go with what you're feeling that day. Yeah, I need to do that more. Explore the different videos. Yeah, the different options. They have like a yoga one. And I'm like, oh, it's in Hawaii. It's super peaceful. Um, open fit changed the way I work out and texting our code brain candy to 303030. You can join us on our fitness journey personalized just for you right now during the open fit 30 day challenge. Our listeners get a special extended 30 day free trial membership to open fit. When you text to brain candy to 303030, you'll get full access to open fit, all the workouts and nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text brain candy to 303030 standard message and data rates apply. Um, but yeah, there's something for everyone and it's freaking free. Try that. Yes. Um, and then after you do, uh, what were you about to say? Oh no, I was, I had posted a picture a bit ago and, uh, asked people to, you know, like just letting brainiacs know like, oh, if you have stories, yeah, like write, oh, yeah. let What'd us they know. Say? Well, and I saved it to Google it like when we were on here. Okay. But so I'll say who it is. Uh, Katie Weber. Okay. She said, apparently there's only one other animal in the world with a chin other than humans. I won't spoil the the surprise, but the answer is not any sort of primate species. And I think it's weird how similar our skeletons are to this creature. Maybe check those facts out. Okay. I got to know. Yes. What are your guesses? My God. What? And she's like, it's weird how similar it is to us. So that's, what do you think it is? A giraffe? A giraffe. You think a giraffe? <laughs> a giraffe has a chin. No I love that she chooses an animal that has a feature that is so different than us. <laughs> She's like, 
like an like like elephant. Hold on. Hold on. Like, no, well, no, not really. So <laughs> like, okay, no, so I would something not get that would almost like I don't know why I want like a chin, a chin, a chin. What has a chin? Oh, she said the whole skeleton is similar to yes. the Okay. I don't know why I want to say like a cat. It's like, but that's not they right. They do freaking have chins. They kind of do they? I mean, what's define chin? That's a good question. Because like, I'm sorry, but according to how I think of a chin, dogs and cats and yeah. everybody else have anyone with a head yeah. and a mouth. Right. How do we? Okay. Okay. No. Okay. Simply put, our chin is the protrusion of the bone that appears below the front wall of the human mandible or lower jaw no other animals have chins chimpanzees and ape jaws slant inwards even our closest relatives such as the neanderthals did not have them but what is this it says oh my gosh this is interesting no really other animals don't have chins and then it says even your cat (sighs) okay well maybe i just don't know what the mystery of the human chin the mystery. We're of the, the only animal with chins, and no one knows why. In response, several readers argue that other animals, including horses, cats, elephants, do have chins. They don't. The critical point here is that the chin isn't just the bottom bit of the face; it's specifically a lump of bone that protrudes out from the lower jaw. Hmm. Yeah. If you do a Google image search for horse skull or cat skull, there's no such protrusion. All right. What is it, Seuss? Yeah. I'm like gonna laugh here because. Why? This was the example that I was like joking could never be it. What? It says the one that's the closest fish. is an elephant. That makes no sense. <sighs> that makes no sense, Sarah. I'm mad it about it. In, in fact, among the entire animal kingdom, they're the only known species besides humans to have something similar. Let me look at this. And what is she talking about? The skeleton looks like a human one. Yeah, I what gotta the know devil? this. The human chin, like the elephant chin, is a bony protrusion that extends forward of the lower mandible. For all the varied creatures in the world with this lower jaw, there are certainly thousands that none have this protrusion. are you looking at these pictures? Look, there is fucking no chin there. Well, look, look, I I mean, we got to talk to howtogeek.com because they're the ones who wrote this article. (laughs) I I clearly do not understand what a chin is or... What similar skeletons? I mean, would look like yeah, elephant and human. Come on, mm, who wrote this? I, to you, Courtney. Katie. Katie. But Katie, you know, help me understand. Here. It is weird that they don't have chins, but they said they do. Is that what you're well, saying? Well, I mean, other animals don't um, have chins. Yes, it is weird. Yeah. Um, have you heard this? That babies don't have kneecaps. <laughs> They're like not formed yet. <laughs> No. And when, if you feel a baby's knee, it feels so weird because that, you know, a lot of our bones, what are we born with? Like, I can't remember, but we, I have it's no like idea. 261 later, but I want to say we're, we develop like 60 bones that I want to say it's like the, 206. What is on the knee then? Nothing. It's like all floaty, weird, like stuff hasn't turned into bone yet. I guess, you know how the babies have the soft spot on their head yeah. because their head hasn't closed up yet. But that's a bit different than just nothing there. No patella. Yeah, there's not. There is one. Mm-hmm. Well, Feel, I guess we need they don't a, we need, need a baby. Them. Is it only after they get one do they start crawling? Then babies are born without kneecaps. Here we go. I'm yeah. already mad. It doesn't show why. up between. Oh, this is such a crazy range. It shows up on X-rays. And somewhere between the ages of two and six. So they're crawling around with no kneecaps. Well, they start one. It says it's made up of of soft cartilage that has yet to ossify into bones. I guess it makes sense because if you you know the reflex hammer. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. wouldn't be smacking that on them, right? No, you definitely would not. <laughs> like just maybe like don't smack babies with hammers. Just period. Gen- generally speaking, yeah. Hmm. Oh, it, it says that we they're born 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 with like these less bones because it makes the birthing process. Simpler. Yeah, I'm great because they for need that. to be real bendy and movie and like can't get you know blah blah blah. Yeah, I. So they're I basically get it. like rubber until about like two to six. Rubber baby, <laughs> elephant chin. <laughs> ah, that's the name of this. That's the name of this episode. That's so, absurd. Yeah, weird body stuff. I love, but I don't like. 
Don't you ever learn something and then feel mad that you know it? That's how I feel about this elephant chin thing. Yeah. I want it to be not true. <laughs> I want it to plus two to equal five. Mm. It doesn't. No, I kind of like it. Why? The, the, what I don't like is I don't like not knowing what body parts I have do. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck does my spleen do? Yeah. Why do I need okay. my appendix? Do I? Don't I? Gallbladder? Probably need that. I don't know what it, a lot of things that I, like, I, ha, I have no idea what it does. Why does it bother you, though? I don't know, because it feels like I should know what all the... I don't know. It feels silly. I know. I wish like, I... But we don't... I think about that, because I'm like, man, I know so much about how, like, my plants, for example. <laughs> I know, based on the, how the leaves look, whether they need more nitrogen or more magnesium or they need less water, more water, whatevs. And... I forget that my body is giving me the same information. <laughs> I just am not looking at uh-huh, it. Like uh-huh. I did this post a little bit ago where I'm like sticking out my tongue and somebody was like, oh, a scalloped edge tongue. Like I can't stop looking at the scalloped edge on your tongue. That's a sign of dehydration, stress, and anxiety. And I was like, well, check, check, check. You're kidding me. And I have all those. So, yep, that's a thing. And now I'm like, man, I got to, I got to. Look at the basically like my leaves and see what color they're Aww, turning because I think it, it should. Some yeah, I feel like I'm I I need to, and I when I see a problem with the plant, I'm like oh, I got to handle this. I got to take care of it. I got to fix it. I got to like re-regulate and balance out the soil. Blah blah blah. And the fact that I don't I, I like don't apply that same. Like, I get that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Because oh my god, I didn't. Want, I don't want my four dollar plant to die. Then I'll feel so bad. Meanwhile, this is the only life I got. Yeah. And I'm like, this is just my I, what I have to tell myself to make sure that I'm practicing good self care all the time and really knowing why it is I'm doing things. I think yeah. it makes it like I'm more likely to follow through on goals like drink water every day, like drink enough water, or you know, eat a balanced diet, get all the protein you need. If I look at myself as almost like a plant, a plant oh, you that's know? real sweet. Because we can run on fumes for forever. I feel like you need another plant tattoo. I think so too. Yeah, like you've really gotten into plants even more than yeah. you were, and I just feel like you need something. Oh, just think about that. I will planting that seed. Yeah. Get it? Another seed I want to plant is the importance of <laughs> reading the news. And being aware of what the heck's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great thing that you can do by reading The New Yorker, which we do. And a lot of the things we talk about on the show are from that. Um, the New Yorker, you might think like, oh, they're too fancy. I like these other crappy mm-hmm. things. No. No. It's not. There's something for everyone. Yes. They have pop culture. They have cartoons. They have uh, food, humor, arts. All the stuff that make you a complete human being. They probably could tell Sarah what her spleen does. Totally. And <laughs> so you guys should check them out. And once you hear the deal, you're going to be like, what? Well, now I have to. Because the deal is you get 12 weeks of The New Yorker for $6. Plus you get an exclusive tote. Go to newyorker.com and uh, slash brain candy. Newyorker.com slash brain candy. Listeners save 50% when they enter brain candy at checkout. So do it both. NewYorker.com slash brain candy and then enter brain candy to get that. Six dollars? What I mean, if you don't do that, I don't even know what to tell you about your life. Yeah. Um I did read a a thing in the New Yorker recently about the history of the beach read. It was really cute. Okay. Yeah, it was it was cute because, you know, it's summertime, a lot of people are going to the beach and you do hear people say, like, what's a good book that I could read Mm -hmm. at the beach or on vacation? And the article was sort of talking about how if you really think about it that's a weird idea yeah. you know like why would we read anything different based on our location but i do it T- totally yeah in fact one of our book club books when i went on a vacation to puerto rico was uh 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 the ruth bader ginsburg or biography yeah so dense yeah i couldn't i i couldn't read it i didn't read yeah, because it I couldn't didn't read match it on the your t- vibe. Trip. Totally. Yeah, I get that. And it was like, I'm trying to relax, but also be serene. Like, but then there are certain books that I can, that are like science-y. Yeah. That I can maybe. Right. This it, is just too much information. I don't know. It's weird. It was a little too dry for a vacation. Yeah. Read. 
But it was saying how, you know, pretty, there's so many things like this where, you know how we heard about how halitosis was created by the yep. Listerine company or whoever yep. to kind of make you feel like mm-hmm. halitosis was a disease or an affliction that you could mm-hmm. have and you would want to stop. It's kind of like that with the beach read where it's just a marketing thing. That, <gasps> but it started in the 1800s. What? Yeah. So Holy crud. A lot of that stuff, I think even the halitosis thing was quite yeah long ago. Um, but it was like that where um, they started marketing to, I think women in particular, it was like when you're going to the beach or when you're going on vacation, here's a list of books you might want to read. Mm-hmm. And so it was a marketing thing and then it became truly like, maybe the marketing made us want to read light things when we're on a vacation rather than... The marketing just recognizing. it. Yeah, yeah. matching. Yeah, hmm. that's what we don't know, the causation there. Now... This was specifically marketed to women, right? I believe so, yeah. So there's some that kind of is another thing to look at of if well, we were to take you, Beach Read out of it and yeah. like think about like they're not don't say like the, the it almost reminds me of like the latte thing where it's like, yeah. Oh, just don't get a latte or well, that's like, what chiclet, the idea of chiclet. Yes. When men write totally. books about romance like uh, right. the notebook. Yeah. <gasps> nobody calls that chiclet even though women are the main readers. It's about when a woman writes it, it's seen as like not uh-huh. high art. Yeah, and Fifty Shades of Grey didn't help us. <laughs> I know. Because I tried to read that piece of garbage. Sorry if you like it. I mean, I well, get what like it, it is. Well, if you like it, sure. I mean, but like, knock yourself out. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of those things where like, I, yeah, yeah, you'd have to know what it like, you know, you know what you're signed up for. I'm like, you're not looking for you know, I think, the next great American novel. Right. But when... um I believe it was Jennifer Weiner. You know the um, author who she's very popular yeah. in romance and yeah, yeah. Um, quote unquote chicklet. That's her last name, and she's popular. It really in is. It this really, really does hold up our, our expression, <laughs> our theory. right? Yep. You are your last name. You are. I don't make the rules. Yeah. So she wrote an op-ed in the New York Times about this very thing about how people that write books very similar to hers, mm-hmm. who happen to be men writing them, mm-hmm. do not get that same derogatory mm-hmm. moniker or label put upon them. Wow. It's a I bummer. mean, you even take Romeo and Juliet. Right. For goodness sakes. That's chiclet. Yeah. yeah. There's so many stories that are... Huh. Yeah. So that's a problem. But what isn't? Patriarchy. That's what we I, should just like... Hello. Just I stop know. recording the show and just be like, here's what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I know. Oh, well. <sighs> so, yes. Yeah, so that's my take on uh, the beach read. Do you want to hear about this hilarious article that I read about Domino's Pizza Tracker? <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Yes, please. <laughs> and that we, we need something yeah. funny. For, I'm right. just like, oh, okay, God, we're how do I come heavy. back from this? Now I'm sad. <laughs> now I'm just in, I feel like I'm at a bus stop. <laughs> um, the so, guy I don't want to be next to. So Domino's has an app where you can order your pizza and all that, and then it has a little tracker that oh, says... Oh, I'm familiar. <laughs> Who's making your pizza? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it'll be like, perfection check, and then, <laughs> you know, it's on its way and yeah. all that stuff. And so this guy decided he was going to see if it really reflected the process yeah. and... So he went to Domino's and ordered wings and then ate them at the place, but then put in an order uh-huh. for a pizza to be delivered to his home. Uh-huh. And so he <laughs> saw it come through and uh, watched the whole process and really felt like he was um, exposing <laughs> the fraudulent nature of the pizza <laughs> tracker because he was like, they said there was a perfection check. There was no perfection <laughs> check. And, and then, they said it was Rebecca putting it, but it was not. It was Tom. It, it was like the person, it said Salem uh-huh. is is going to deliver it. And he was like, there were three people. We'll call them say, all Salem. Salem number one, he did this. Salem number two, he did this. Salem number three, he noticed there was no, I guess there's like a butter thing mm-hmm. they put in there or whatever. And he added it. Maybe there is a perfection check. <laughs> Salem number three is the greatest delivery guy. <gasps> And then he followed them to his house. So he said that it must be an algorithm based on timing yeah. where it should be yeah. in the process. And it does give you that sense of like that things are happening. 
I don't like it. It's not even really a problem with dominoes. It's for me, it's a problem with the human brain, how we want to see progress all the time. And how these companies are creating these, (laughs) this is, and this is not the same, but in my mind sort of is the same about how I feel about the TSA airport security line. Totally. I'm like, this is all just to make me feel safe. This is bullshit. (laughs) Right. I mean, for real. Well, have you ever been on a website? Uh, it's usually women's clothing uh-huh. where it'll be like, um, Janet just bought these jeans yeah. in Iowa. And yeah. it'll, yes. it's trying to give you this sense of urgency. Yeah. Like only two left. Yeah. Just purchased by 48 other people are looking at this item. I'm like, they fucking aren't. Or like hotels. It's often like four people are looking at these uh-huh. dates and there's only two rooms left. Right. I mean, it is effective, but it, it bothers me how weak the human brain can be. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh my God, I got to get it. Right. Like I fall for it. Oh man. But maybe the pizza tracker is nice because that's actually providing comfort rather than urgency and making you spend more. Maybe we should be okay mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, but it feels like, I'm sure there's somewhere where you click that says like, these are just estimates and this oh, is not really? based on an act. There's no way. Cause it almost feels like, is it false advertising? Is it feel like it's not really advertised, but it feels like inauthentic and, and like kind of lying to us. The first step is, um, we're, we got your, your order's been received and we're firing up the whatever. And he's like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> Their ovens have been on all day. <laughs> Their ovens have been on since 1989. <laughs> right. And, uh, I don't know. I, I, there must be somebody at the end of the process, however, that pushes a button and says it's been delivered. But he said that one took the longest and he thinks it is because the driver has to do it. Yeah. But that most people wouldn't know that it takes forever because who's still looking at the tracker if you're eating your pizza? Right. So there's no need for it to be. people are checking that tracker before that. Oh, it's in the oven. Uh-huh. So-and-so's doing a perfection check. Yep. As mm. long as it gets to my door... And is delicious. I do like Domino's pizza. I wish I didn't because I they <laughs> don't believe in a woman's right to choose. What? I believe. Really? Or they used to at least. Oh, dang. But that sweet, sweet pizza. Good thing there's Pepinos by my house. That's <laughs> just the family chain so I don't if have I, to order from Domino's. Or if I'm wrong about that, let me know people so that yeah, we can yeah. keep order in peace. I can't shop at Hobby Lobby. I can't go to Even Domino's. Even though you still do. No, what now is this? I don't anymore because the one item that I, I was going to say, what is it? Anymore. Is it like, did you say it was, um, it's the plant, the artificial plant that I, you have in your, uh, that little vase thing that I gave you. The plant or the little styrofoam like, thingy? No, they're like oh, the, yeah, the, green. the green, like they're the certain plants that they have are much better quality, but, yeah. but now they now got they rid care, of yeah, them. They don't carry them. So it's Joanne's. Thank goodness. That's safe for me to shop at. Hobby Lobby is so weird because they is weird. I read about them a lot because they are in charge of or they own the Bible Bible Museum, and so they what they buy a lot of antiquities. Oh, for and goodness' sakes! I really can't shop there. A lot of them they buy on the black market, and now they're getting in a lot of what? trouble. Yeah, like people are. You know how people steal antiquities? Yes, and then they go on the black market. Yes. And, they're buying them and oh it's not God. okay. Those are for scholars, man. Yeah. But like <sighs> fragments of the gospels early. Oh yeah. my goodness. It's not good that they're in the wrong hands. Yeah. You know, cause they need to be preserved and totally, but they just really not believe like in it. Altered or changed in any way. Who knows what? Well, can... Right. How can we monitor? Right. Somebody did a joke on Twitter, which I thought was really funny. Um, Shep Rose from that Southern Charm. Uh-huh. He said that he wants to create a dating service for the elderly, like elderly single people, and call it Carbon Dating. <laughs> That's really good. I'm so mad. I almost was like, can I pay you 50 bucks so I can have that? And yeah. then, you know. That's such it. a freaking good name. It's so good. We were just talking about it. Brain Candy Brainiacs before we press play about <laughs> hilarious names and how like Susie has a, a gift for naming bands and naming things like that. Yeah. And we were talking about what, what did we say? You said oh, oh yours should be called Airplane Mode. Airplane Mode. That's a great it's band name. Great band name. And we were ta- we were laughing and I brought this up that Susie, like years ago when we were on the challenge, some guys were talking about like, you know, women's parts. 
And uh, Susie was like, no, man, mine's pristine. And she was like, pristine <laughs> pussy. And then you looked at me and you're like, hey, that's her band name. You're like, if we have a girls metal band, that's it. Mm-hmm. Why was I announcing? And then what's the other one that you said? It's uh, In Polite Company. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Great name. Yeah, I like that one. So and I, I did for a while want to have a band called Hot Cross Nuns. Because that's funny. Like, I like the idea that they're hot, yeah. but they're mad. And but they're nuns. nuns. <laughs> oh, that's great. But we don't really have the talent. We're just good mm. at naming bands. Correct. It's kind of like nail polish colors or paint colors. Yeah, if you have a band and you're looking for a name. We can name it. Yeah, tell us like your interests. Totally. Who's in the band? Yeah. What's the style? And then we'll go with, I'll give you 10 options. I love this. This is kind of like that design, that, that, you know, websites where you can submit for graphic design, logo ideas. And they're like, here you go, but we're going to give you names. Yeah. Baby names, we can do that. Whatever, yeah. what you want. Oh my God. That'll be like a Patreon level. I, <laughs> at this level, we will name your whatever. I would pay them. Right. I right? would pay someone to let me name their kid. Oh my what would you like? Would you put? Is this like a that tattoo show that no. was on MTV where you're no. gonna like end up giving somebody a, a portrait of yourself on their inner thigh? No, I would give it a lot of thought, right. and I, I would be very intentional with my choices. Yeah. I would give them like three options. I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I would include one that's like ethnic based on their ethnicity, mm-hmm. or and then and then two that I just like. Okay, cool. Like if you're this. interested, you guys, let me know. Yeah. I'll give you $50. She's so good at naming things. Think it over. Wouldn't you feel nervous naming someone's baby? Wow, Sarah's looking mm. like not really. No. A human name. Yeah. I wow. think I would feel better. You know, it's kind of like, this is probably not the same, and I probably would feel a lot of stress. But when I go to a restaurant and I pick out the food and I order it. Yeah. I never like it as much as if somebody else orders for me. Okay. Because then if I don't like it, I don't have to put it on me. I could put it on the other person. Yeah. Be like, oh, you win you some, just, you lose some. You, yeah. Yeah. But if it's, I make the decision, then I'm like, oh God, you should have, I have food remorse. <laughs> food, like, What does that have to do with naming them though? That I wonder if like, I, if I had a baby, if I would like, I would like the name I gave it more than a name somebody else just gave the baby. If you had a baby. Like, I think I would like a name that somebody else gave the baby better than. Really? I think I would second guess it. I would like go back and forth. It's almost like, I don't know. I just feel like. Okay. I would like, okay. uh, Our friend Mariana. Yeah. Corey was the one. Our other friend, Corey, picked out Mateo's name or like found the name Mateo or heard the name Mateo and was like, I got the name. Huh. Mateo. Okay. And she was like, oh my God, I love that name. It was so good. I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. <laughs> and I think so. And uh, right. I know she loved the name and everything. And it was like somebody else picked out her baby What if name, you really. didn't get to approve it though? Like, Oh no, that's not happening. Okay. that's Oh, just like so- pick and you have nothing. You can't, no return policy. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, like if that was, you had to pick the name for someone else's kid. Uh-huh. That would, that's a lot of pressure. A human has to keep that their whole life. Yeah. Okay, that is pressure. Even just naming my own I know. Kid. That's the part. That, like, makes me nervous. Ugh. I'm like, what am I going to... Yeah. And just, like, having to agree on a name with your partner. Yeah. That seems terrifying. That's hard, terrifying. too. Oh, man. And I uh, really have my heart set on naming my daughter L. Yeah. Short for Eleanor. Yes. And it doesn't even have to be Eleanor. It just be L, E-L-L-E. And... Uh, yeah, I've gotten a lot of pushback with that one. So it seems like uh Why? That's I don't know a great how, name. I think so too. And I that was gonna be our girl name, or but Ella. Uh, Adam and I say it differently, so we oh, didn't, say it? Oh, well, like you pronounce it differently. Yeah, because he's oh, British. Yeah. Oh, that's There's, good to think of. Yeah, they're like they say kinda like Elena. Uh-huh. It's a totally different name in my opinion. Oh yeah, it is. But yeah, you Eleanor. Know, oh gosh. That, you don't have to consider those things if your husband is an American. Right. He's studying for his citizenship. <gasps> Exam. He'll probably know more about he will. civics yeah. than I do when he's done. Has he told you anything about it? Or, or no, we just got an anything? email today that was like, hey, you're going to have this meeting. And I'm like, Adam, you better get studying. Or buy your red, white, and blue polo shirt that you need to oh wear. God, what if be- that's all it took right. to just be the guy, wear the hat? Yeah. I mean, 
he has it easy because he's an English speaker. But yeah, yeah. But can you imagine? Yeah, where you have to demonstrate it. Because uh, don't they have that? They have like the test and yeah. everything like that. And we had mentioned a while back when he was like going through this problem that we need to take it on here and see what we get oh right God. or get wrong. You're so right. I know. We forgot. It's perfect. I should grab his book for our next episode yeah. because I would oh, be embarrassed. I'm going to be embarrassed. Who's your favorite founding father, by the way? Oh my gosh. Oh, maybe Ben Franklin. Yeah. He's yeah. a good one. What is it, the bifocals you're into? I like the inventions and like I like his, and, and you know, all the sayings. I know. He That's really like, was, had yeah. a lot of those. Yeah. Very witty, that guy. Yeah. And like, you know, down to fuck. What does that mean? He had syphilis. <laughs> Somebody else just said that to me. And I'm like, why do people keep saying that about Ben Franklin? I know, I like, Did you see the episode of The Office where Ben Franklin comes in? They have like a character dress up as Ben Franklin and he's yeah. supposed to stay in the role. And he's like hitting on Pam and Jim comes up and goes, so uh, careful about the syphilis. No and like the whole way. time. And he's like, got to stay in character. So that Jim keeps asking him all these questions that are like super embarrassing about like, it's a great episode. How come? Do people still get syphilis? I think so. And like, what? you really don't hear much about it these I think, days. Because most people what? are practicing safe sex, I think. I don't think that's and why. Also, you don't think so? Um, well, maybe, I don't know. And uh, maybe it's, I <laughs> think that's one where you, you just take some meds and you're good. Oh, It's okay. not like you're, you don't have it for forever. What's the big deal then? Right. Back then it was a death sentence though? Yeah, because I don't think there were like antibiotics or whatever that gets rid So you, it just like, it turns into more stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. That is gross. What's your least favorite sexually transmitted disease? It's got to be herpes. <laughs> Why does it have to be? I don't know, because it seems like it would be painful. Oh. Well, I don't know. I, mean, I don't also, know. I... Look, I don't know, Sarah. Right. <laughs> I don't either. I like, yeah. I just can't believe you had the answer right off the top of your head. It just it's, seems and like you said one it that has I've, to be. Yeah. It seems like, like I've... And I'm like freaked out about like, you know, even like... Yeah, because yeah, that one you can't just get rid of. I it. remember, like, Landon and I were in, <laughs> where were we? Sweden or something. And there's this place you can go where you can, like, it's like kind of like their Amsterdam, like, version of, like, where you can, like, go to the smoke shops. Red and light you can, like, yeah, kind of yeah. like that. And uh, so we, like, bought a joint and we're, like, hanging out and, like, you know, smoking in a park. And, like, we're at this, like, I don't know if it was like a bar or something where like people can come sit down like next to us. And this guy comes and sits down and he looks like a freaking bum. And Landon passes him the joint. Like this is a freaking Bob Marley concert. Why? That's what I said. And my eyes got so wide and I was like, I'm not putting that freaking thing in my mouth afterwards. Yeah. And like, I can't, was I can't share. Landon like, just feeling the community. I guess so. And he's like, I knew you were going to do that as soon as I handed it to him. I'm like, well, why did you? Well, is that a thing in uh, pot culture where you like, just yeah, puff, puff, share pass, man. with strangers though? Yeah, but it's like not okay with me. Yeah. I mean, but it's like, it is weird. Of course it it's is weird. weird. I'm all for community. Yeah. And- I can't share. I can't do that with people I don't know. That That's no, no, no. Right. Be a no go. Would you drink out of someone's wine nope. glass? No way. Especially... After being on the challenge. And so for people who don't know this, I don't know when this started, but at a certain point in the, the, you know, the, the history of the challenge, they made it so we have to have a STD, uh, basically like talk. What? Before, this was probably after you left. I think it, so. Of course. Um, so what they would do is at the airport... They had a nurse come and she would break us into groups of like four to six people and what? then take us into a corner and then she'd give a slideshow. It was usually a female, do I say this? Um, and she'd do like a slideshow on these are the possible STDs you can get. These are how STDs are contracted. These are ways that you can like, sh- like why it's important to use your own towel and not share this stuff and not share razors and blah, 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 blah. And basically saying all this so that we can sign something that says we don't know what anybody in this house has and you're like okay it's on you at your own risk yes okay totally so they couldn't say something like you know oh we shared i don't know whatever and i got this yeah yeah and so like covers their butt but i mean i remember just sitting through all these being like well trust me i'm not having sex with any of these people the reason that they do that must be because someone got something and tried to sue gotta be 
was it? Right. Question mark. We will find out. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm sure there have been a number of STDs. Oh, it's got to be. Oh, yeah. There's no way that there wouldn't be. Makes no sense. That's mm. a nice way to wrap this up. Yeah, I'm our favorite STD. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Weave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.